Thank you for joining us today on another podcast. We really appreciate you clicking on this video and taking time. We ask you that you would stay and watch. Like, enjoy this podcast. Enjoy this hangout with us. We're going to be talking about something interesting today. We're going to be doing a short film review. Short film review? Yes. I and feel it's like actually I want, like, it's a, a horn, like a, you know, like, you know that horn? Yeah, like short film review. That's like a Jamaican, a Jamaican anthem thing. All right, but we are, we're going to be doing a very, very cool short film. Yep. It has a couple hundred thousand views on YouTube. I don't know where it else no, it is. No, no. When I watched it, it had 800. 800 views? No, 800,000. So uh, It has quite a chunk. Almost a million. Almost a million views on YouTube. Um, it hasn't been out that long. It's only been out like a couple a weeks. Yeah. yeah. It said a month when I launched okay. it. I had a month. Earlier. I, keep, so. I'm, I just have no like, sense of time weeks, or direction. Yeah. A couple weeks. Numbers are all off. Anyway, it's called Rebooted, right? Mm-hmm. Rebooted, not Reboot. Rebooted. Yes. Rebooted. Um, We are going to put the link in the description and we will play a few clips throughout this podcast to show you some of the visuals so you have an idea of what we're talking about. However, what was your initial reaction of this? Because I will tell you what mine was. Oh, boy. (laughs) I liked it. Um, I think it throws... Not talking about the meaning, but tying with the meaning, it threw it back to clay animation which is something that well you don't see a lot of what do you call it stop motion stop motion animation well, stop motion it's kind clay. of clay yeah. but it wasn't he wasn't a clay character he was built but it was stop motion yeah animation if you don't know what stop motion is it's pretty much miniature scale um characters you could use clay or you could use um like rigged things in this case it was a skeleton um there's like a little mini rig skeleton you put it on a green screen this is the old way of doing animation so before we get into it what was your reaction just watching it oh my gosh as soon as i saw those opening shots of him building the skeleton and then him starting to do like pictures of it and whatnot Mm -hmm. i was like this is brilliant i love it so much (laughs) it took them over six months to do this short film Mm. um and there's a whole crew of people working on it. I watched some of the behind the scenes. Just doing all, because they actually did the stop motion for this character for the whole thing. They had a specialist who did all the cinematography for the miniature character mm-hmm. for the stop motion. That takes dedication to say, okay, for like an over 10 minute short film, everything our main character who's in every single shot a lot of editing a lot of well the thing is the editing actually wasn't that much it was a lot of taking pictures yeah they it the what took them the longest was doing every single movement and facial expression Mm -hmm. i think they said there was 11 11 expressions this character had and it was just really in the top of the head so -hmm. they would just replace the top of their head and so it make him look like he's and the eyes and the eyes and everything because that's where all the emotion was the forming of the eyes and whatnot because it's a skeleton you don't have a whole lot to work with so really the top yeah. part of the eyes is really what moves and shows the expression but pretty much give us the synopsis that you took from it because it is there's no dialogue in the film um they they decided pretty early from what i understand the director was like i want to actually make this a um silent film so there wasn't any dialogue it 
it brought back something i mean not brought back but like for me it was like not going with the flow of like how video is evolving Mm -hmm. and sometimes things become obsolete yeah and him remembering a time when he was like really popular and everybody loved uh that film he was in but now it's obsolete and they're doing like a lot more Mm -hmm. animation and it's not he's obsolete yeah in that way essentially it was taking a character Mm -hmm. that's like um it almost reminds me of i don't want to reference it just to this but like the film what is it hugo yeah johnny depp made or yeah. johnny or johnny depp produced it produced mm-hmm. it's about a character who's he's a clockmaker now or like yeah he, he makes clocks is that correct yeah but he he used to be in films and he was so popular and then what was it world war one came mm-hmm. along and everybody saw the violence from world war one so they wanted more violent type films and they weren't they were desensitized to world war one and everything that went on that they got bored of his movies so he basically died out yeah. and became obsolete because he didn't evolve with the time I and mean, he yeah. couldn't because he was dealing with war, world war one and everything like that it made me think of that a little bit with the storyline but mm-hmm. it was its own thing i want i don't want to cl- clamp it like, yeah yeah clump it together with that because it was its own thing too pretty much imagine characters that was used like animation techniques mm-hmm. for characters living in the real world and trying to get jobs on film sets and in the movies so in this case it's a it's a really not very realistic looking skeleton that was done in an older like almost super eight looking kind of film really older film and it was like his big debut. He was created and then he was put in this older film. It was stop frame animation. And so each frame you had yeah. to take a picture and then you combine them all in speed. And so it's very choppy, but that's the best way they could do animation at the time. And there's actually other characters in it. They have an animatronic um, dinosaur yeah. kind of throwing back to um, throwing back to Jurassic Park. And then they also had the early days of... Um, was animation. it thrown back to Jurassic Park? I think it was. Maybe maybe it was something before Jurassic Park, but Jurassic Park, the first one, had a lot of animatronic um, dinosaurs, and so it was kind of thrown back to that. Um, they even did the the shot where it kind of peers around the head, mm-hmm. and that was like a shot by shot from the first Jurassic Park, you know, when it, it peers out of the, the trees, and then yeah. he turns his head, so. and he's been snuck up on by the... By the um, the Velociraptor is that is, is that what it's called? T Rex? No, not T Rex. Yes, well, yeah. Velociraptor. Yeah, Velociraptor. Um. Anyways, and then there's also like picture animation, mm-hmm. like picture by picture drawing, old Disney style cartoon animation. In it, there's like a character that is made up of like a sheet of paper drawn on, and um, and then there's also like just a regular rubber suit 
for a person you mm-hmm. know what i mean so it's like an empty rubber suit that has like a personality and everything it's very interesting it's like these are characters in this world in the real world trying to get film jobs but they can't get it because they have all this new technology and all these new ways of making things looking more realistic and so instead of just like it's like taking the ideas of how film used to work with animation and then saying and then making characters out of those those yeah. ways and then trying to put them in the real world and in the real world and the way that they they were animated makes up their identity and so now that they're obsolete they can't get jobs it kind of it's kind of ironic too though cuz i was listening to a podcast where they were talking about the evolution of film in general mm-hmm. they were talking about how you used to go to the movie theaters and watch stuff you used to watch tv you used to watch vhs and then now everything's all digital most people don't go to theaters anymore yeah and oh some people still do go to theaters but (laughs) a lot of people go to theaters people watch a lot of like netflix hulu like streaming now and they watch that daily they were talking about it in regards to just everything that's going on right now and saying is this going to kill theaters just like because people don't want to go anymore yeah even when like there's not really a virus anymore there's no more covid are people still going to be like oh i want to go watch a movie in the theater no they're going to have like in that in the back of their mind say i don't know there's so much germs in that and is it worth paying this money to go watch this movie yeah when they're going to be able to see it at some point anyway yeah i don't know man i i hate this there's a lot of money in it still so i don't know that they will kill their efforts to try to do it i I don't think it's going to die completely but and i hate to say this because of how i enjoy just going to theater we talked about this in Mm -hmm. a couple podcasts ago i was like i miss going to theaters i said that yeah because i that's something i enjoy i love watching on the big screen and having that experience but to me i think it is taking a step forward and saying it's it is dying a little bit I feel like there's some way they're going to be able to do it. I mean, there's so many films that because of this, that everything that's going on, they're like, we're just going to pre-re-release this, not bring it to the theaters. Yeah. There's been so many films that way. But I will say there's a lot of money in the streaming world right now. Yeah. But there's also still a crap ton of money in the theaters. And unless they open it back up Mm -hmm. and people just don't show up, they're gonna still invest in because they're making movies I, for that theater experience. Yeah, I heard I heard a st- statistic that someone brought up. They said an actor that's just brand new that is introduced into a film that goes into the theater, if they're not really popular before the movie, like they maybe they have like a hundred thousand subscribers on Instagram. Like they they were comparing it to Instagram. <laughs> you keep saying subscribers for Instagram, or followers on Instagram. <laughs> but if someone has about a hundred followers on Instagram, and they are in a movie that goes to the theater, yeah, they probably are gonna. Or this actually, they brought up a real scenario. I don't want to. I don't remember who it was or what was the context, but. This was a real actor that was in a movie that went to theater. He came out with like about a million followers after the movie came out and he got popular. Yeah. Someone who was the same way but got put on a movie that came out on Netflix had about 
two and a half million followers on Instagram afterwards because so many people wow more watch from Netflix streaming I would say yes but I think that also inflated with the generation yeah the generation who are watching Netflix the generation who are watching who are on Instagram also the thing is our our generation and even generations a few uh, people younger than us and a little bit older than mm-hmm. us their first thought is when they see a new actor on screen doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they're in theaters doesn't matter if they're on a streaming service they see a new actor in a, in a show and they like that actor they're automatically going to be like I'm going to follow him on social media Yeah, they're like I can keep up with them on a personal level in their personal life because that's their first thought people like our parents or even you know a generation before us they're not thinking I'm going to follow them on social media. They're just like, okay, I'll wait till their next movie comes out and I'll see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. we think of things totally different. We, so it makes sense. Yeah, our generation is different, but that's still weird to think about. Someone who were on, who was on Netflix got about double the person who went, just was in a movie in the theater. Wow. That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. It, it shows... I do know that Netflix, Netflix, even in the past couple of years, has become a monster to reckon yeah. with. Let, let's, I, I know we're talking about this and it's interesting, but let's go back to the short film. I don't want to, I almost derailed. Derailed I almost that. forgot. The um, reason why I brought it up is because it's ironic. They're talking about an old um, type of filming and how it's going obsolete in the short film. And they're on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, they're on Netflix. They're on YouTube. Okay. They're, they premiered it on YouTube for a younger generation. I mean, yeah. even YouTube, like the majority of people who watch YouTube are a younger viewership. Mm-hmm. Netflix, I would say Netflix is a little bit older than YouTube, but YouTube is majority younger, mm-hmm. really young. I mean, they, even YouTube creators who have more adult type like videos, they're not doing great on the platform because YouTube can't, they can't figure out a way to monetize or to, um, well, give brands a like. don't, brands, yeah, brands don't, don't like, like that YouTube allows their content to be advertised on adult related things unless they're an adult related product. Be, well, I also think that's because there's a lot of younger people that watch YouTube, but that's also why a lot of the more adult shows are podcasts yeah and the ones that were adult shows are cleaning up their videos you know what i mean that aren't podcasts because people in the podcast world especially these comedians they aren't gonna stop saying what they want they aren't gonna clean up their content so as long as youtube doesn't kick them off the platform they're just gonna go and get their own sponsors and their own ads and they're gonna get paid the top dollar for those they don't care if you run a monetized ad at the beginning of the video or not yeah you know so being going back to the short film again don't (laughs) keep derailing it's kind of ironic that they they brought it to a newer platform yeah and premiered it rather than trying to i'm sure i'm sure this short film was put on film festivals you think so Uh, for sure i mean this i i'm this the director, he's. It doesn't seem like he's super well known, but he has over a hundred thousand subscribers 
on his channel and he doesn't have that many videos i'm pretty sure this channel has more videos than he does yeah maybe around the same amount but he doesn't have that many and he has this has been the first thing he's posted in i think like three years on youtube i I, I didn't look at his stuff i was i I was looking at his stuff yesterday and today and it's very interesting he's done a couple things that's been like multi-part series short films he's done some interesting stuff but this was very good and you can tell he spent a lot of time on this very well thought through um i love the way it ended because it didn't end by saying like this is you know we need to feel sorry for this is like you know we have to go back to this style of doing things but it it caused you to have pause and think like okay let's go beyond how we feel about this character you know and let's see what this character represents and this character represents a whole season a whole period of time where people like me and you were limited by technology if we Mm -hmm. were born in that time and we were interested in filmmaking then that's a whole like imagine us spending our whole lives making films and that was the kind of animation we had and then all of a sudden everyone kicks it out because it's not as cool you know it takes pause it makes you pause and think about okay we have respect for people who spent a lot of time who spent who is creative in their limited fashion you know and it's not saying we're going to bring it back it's not saying we have to be like blow it out of proportion but it's a very fun short film and it that's what it caused me to think about it caused mm-hmm. me to think about okay what if i was born during that time what if i was a filmmaker who felt just like this character you know and you brought this up to me before you were yeah. trying to translate the film you said like that you thought that character the skeleton represented the guy at the beginning who created him and was making those pictures who's doing yeah. the animation tell me what you thought about that well, I mean, in the film, he kind of looks at the picture and he's like remembering that the character. skeleton. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the skeleton was remembering that that mm-hmm. guy. I mean, his work that he created, and it, I guess they didn't say this because there's no words, but it made it seem like he was gone. Yeah, he wasn't around anymore, which means he might have died or probably. Um, yeah, he was an older style. older gentleman. But his work is dead. I mean, you think of people who once, like, in 100, ye- 100 years or 300 years, are they going to remember your work? Yeah. Are they going to watch your content? Are you going to still, are they still going to have YouTube? Are they still? This was kind of a tip of the hat to the people who work to build a legacy yeah. in the old days, but are so easily forgotten in today's world. Yeah. That's it hurts me a little bit to think of that. <laughs> I, I hear you know? that. People people like us, we wanna we wanna entertain people. Mm-hmm. That's that's the purpose. We wanna have fun in our career and we enjoy this. But also just think about your career not leaving a legacy for the next generation because technology progresses. Well that's a depressing note to end on. Exactly. But, well we're end? not we're not <laughs> ending it. I wanna I wanna finish this thought. Okay. But that's why I think this short film is beautiful. Because yeah. it, it caused us to think about this. We wouldn't be thinking about this if we hadn't seen this short film. And then we decided to talk about this like we are on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And people watching, leave a comment. Let us know that you're watching, please. Because it, it really causes us to think 
these people worked so hard and that was their career and back then it was a lot harder to get into filmmaking than it is today oh definitely the equipment was more expensive it was freaking near impossible to get your hands on anything to put a piece of film together Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it was even harder to get on a film set or to be involved with something that anyone would ever see you know yeah and And so we live in such an awesome time where you just have to be you just have to have strategy and be persistent and you'll make it back then there was actual limitations and it was so many people like us wouldn't even have opportunities probably you know Mm -hmm. and so people that worked so hard on this outdated technology worked hard to build a legacy and then we're so easily forgetting that but this short film does a beautiful thing by bringing that out and allowing us to be able to see that and remember it you know yeah beautiful makes me sad (laughs) so that's this week's episode we want to talk about the short film go watch it go support this creator I mean He's like us. We just are making short well, films. Well, he's better than us. He's better than us. <laughs> he's a lot better than us. He, well, at this point, he's a lot better yes. than us. I'm um, not gonna. I'm not gonna try to act like I'm on his level. Well, but we've done some projects that are. We've done projects. Decent. We've made short films like this guy has. Yeah. But he's he's doing something. He's a few years in front of us. Yeah. So so we respect you. Go watch you his content. I mean. It's, it's worth watching at least at so. least a short film definitely we'll leave it in the description again so you can go watch it mm-hmm. and um yeah thanks for subscribing yeah if you haven't already please do and have a good day <laughs>